0: This is Robert Margolacci, Chief Digital Curator of the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning and Technology eMagazine. This podcast is brought to you by C21 Canada, Canadians for 21st century learning and innovation. I'm honored to have joined me this afternoon for a Mindshare Learning Moment. Peter Belita, PhD, uh, who leads the academic engagement for Texas Instruments, serving as president of TI Education Technology and managing the company's engineering workforce development program. Melita also leads TI's university research program, which involves partnering with engineering schools on research projects in life improving areas from engineering harvesting to automotive safety. Uh, Melita joined Texas Instruments in 2000 and brings his experience from the classroom and his key leadership roles in marketing sales and product strategy to support TI's education vision of equipping and inspiring future generations of engineers. Prior to joining TI he was a mathematics educator, math and science district supervisor and a teachers teaching with technology instructor Dr. Belida holds a PhD in mathematics and technology from McGill University and is a fellow Canadian. Uh, thank you for joining me uh, this afternoon, Peter.
1: Well, thank you, Robert.
0: Well, you know, um, it's always great to, to connect with a fellow Canadian, particularly uh, who is now based in the US and, and still maintains ties. Uh, it's, it's always, uh, and happy Canada, Canada day long weekend, I should say.
1: Well, happy Canada day to you and all of your listeners as well.
0: Thank you. And, you know, I, I recall my first TI calculator back. I'm dating myself in the seventies and, and the excitement I felt when I first put that in my hand, And that was transformational. It was truly leading edge. And, you know, I, I reflect back and I, I wish I'd kept that device. Uh, how do you stay at the forefront of education? Because you, you always seem to be there.
1: Well, you know, Robert, we, we keep it pretty simple. Uh, for us at TI, it's really about being 100% focused on understanding the challenges and needs of our customers. And so we're constantly working with teachers to understand their needs, uh, investigating new features, technologies, product ideas, and Currently, our, our big focus is, is really on developing new ways that, that students can use their TI graphing calculators across all STEM subjects, whether they're using their calculator to collect data and physics to understand the world around them or learning to program in computer science. And I would encourage you to pick up a new TI graphing calculator, whether it's the 84 plus CE or the Inspire CX. Uh, I bet you you'd see they're much different from the calculators you might have used when you were in high school. Um, I would say that ad- advancements in technology now allow all students to experiment with STEM, coding, and, and even robotics. And, and keep in mind, that's the same calculator that they're already using in their math class, their science class, and on the important exams that they need to take to get into college.
0: You know, it's interesting. Times have really changed because I recall the debate around whether or not we should be allowed to use the calculator in a test. Or exam environment. And um, that that's, that's changed now, hasn't it?
1: No, it has. It has. The focus is really now on, on, you know, helping students develop a deeper understanding of math and science and the basics of engineering. And they recognize to be competitive in the world we live in, you know, they need to be able to use technology and it's, you know, they, they need to really bring up the, the, the depth of the math and science curriculum um, and, and we're seeing that really in, in major countries around the world that they're, they're bringing the curriculum to new levels.
0: Fantastic. Now, congrats on the launch of uh, STEM Squad. Uh, how is TI embracing the, the, the STEM revolution, if you will?
1: Well, one, I, hey, I, first let me uh, uh, say I appreciate the acknowledgement. Um, and I would say, you know, not only is TI embracing the STEM re- revolution, but I- I'd like to think that we're helping lead it. Um, let's face it, STEM skills are, are survival skills for, for kids today. And really, an incomplete understanding of STEM is, is an incomplete understanding of the world we live in. And this holds true even for non-technical jobs. STEM skills are, are important for all kinds of careers. We definitely know it's important for teachers, software developers, doctors, welders, even farmers, each need to use problem-solving skills uh, and th- that they develop while they're in school. And, you know, that said, yes, I'm particularly enthusiastic about STEM-focused careers right. and their potential to change how we all live and work. Uh, you know, take for example self-driving cars. We once thought people thought that was impossible, but now visionary engineers are on the cusp of making that science fiction a reality today. Pretty cool times.
0: Absolutely, and and I, I'm looking forward to uh, locking into one of those cars one day. As I, uh, I tend to have a need to utilize my mobile device on a regular basis, even while I'm driving. But I have to. Respectful of the laws of the road, which are pretty strict up here in Toronto area right now,
1: yeah but, you know Robert, you were talking about the stem squad and and for for you know one of the things that really uh, caused us to do this is you know the just the fact that the 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 economic opportunity is is right here, but the truth is the talent pool is simply not keeping up. And so that does paint an alarming picture for, for why it's important to prepare kids really starting in kindergarten um, for the world that requires STEM aptitude, regardless of the career path they choose. And, and we simply cannot let kids back away from math and science. And we need to do everything we can to help them see that they're, you know, what their futures can be. And when I say we, I mean I mean business people, I mean educators, community leaders, parents we all must make it our objective to help students imagine careers in STEM so that they'll embark upon paths for themselves that will lead to STEM careers.
0: 100% and uh, I was just attending a task force uh, on skills uh, for K-12 and higher ed that uh, ICTC uh, put together and uh, we are providing uh, a portal to the academic community on addressing this very challenge, because of the fear of the the gap that is is emerging, and it's only going to get more serious. So if we don't address it now, in, in the next five ten years, the the the, the shortages for employment, uh, and you know, it's it's a great opportunity for young people to. To really uh, embrace the concept of STEM, but it, and it and it crosses the curriculum. You can't ignore it, can you?
1: No, absolutely not. You're 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 right. In fact, you know, I'd say we're already behind. So we're in we're in catch up mode. Absolutely. serious catch up mode.
0: So I I uh, I was going to challenge you on the notion of STEAM versus STEM because I often get that. Pushback around, hey, what about the arts? And how, you know, wh- what is your perspective, and, and and how are you dealing with that as an organization?
1: Well, for me and and for TI, what is really important for STEM education is that kids learn how STEM applies to their lives, along with the critical thinking, reasoning skills um, that allow them to really identify a problem and find ways to solve it. Finding creative approaches to new and existing problems is a key skill needed for today's economy and the workforce of the future. So a STEM program is just one aspect of a child's education. And I believe Everyone can agree that our children need to be well-rounded, need to have a a quality education that enables them to make informed decisions in the future. So the world needs more students who are motivated to bring forth solutions to tomorrow's biggest problems. Think Mm -hmm. of how to protect the environment, how to use technology to make people healthier, how to design parts of a car that will make it safer to drive. It doesn't have to be STEM versus STEAM. It's really about making every student a fully literate 21st century creative problem solver. Well said. So more simply more simply said, Robert, yes, STEM behind the arts, STEM behind physical education, STEM behind, I mean, anything you can use to have the kids engaged in STEM, I'm for it.
0: Well, you know, uh, it... I reflect back on an interview I had with uh, Dr. David Suzuki, who uh, I asked uh, his thoughts on technology and education. And he said, the 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 kids got to get outside, damn it. Like he was frustrated about the lack of a holistic education that many kids aren't getting today. And you can't ignore the, you know, the environment, the outdoors and physical activity. It's got to be, you know, ideally a a holistic approach as you're describing.
1: Yeah, Robert, I know we both share a love of hockey. And for me, you can add another S in the acronym and throw sports in there. Uh, Playing hockey as a kid, making connections between, you know, physics and the math and the science uh, behind hockey, whether it's, you know, the perfect slap shot or, Getting for me, I you know I'm a small guy, so getting in and out of the quarter corners without getting slammed was important. Um, And so you learn to be more efficient, and you know that
0: the stem helps you, right? And or the velocity of a puck, you know, there's interesting activities you can create on the ice as an example. And um, I think you know when teachers think more outside the box and the leveraging real life problem solving case studies if you will that's that's where the learning sticks you know when i reflect back on the impactful teachers i had whether it was in k-12 or university you know it was those you know it was those projects you had to take on to you know solve a problem and um that's fantastic i love the hockey analogy because uh I'm missing it on a day like this. There's no better place to be in a hockey rink where you're you're kind of cool. When, uh, the the temperature is 40 Celsius plus with the with, with the humidity. So uh, i well, sitting like,
1: here in Dallas. I could relate. Yeah. Um, yes, a, a nice hockey rink right now would would feel great. Exactly.
0: I see you introduced the, the rover programmable robot. What inspired this solution?
1: Well, you know, robotics can be intimidating to a lot of kids. So we created Rover as an easy on-ramp to robotics, really to show all kids that learning to program and the basics of engineering could be fun and, and simple to get started. So students can write programs on their TI graphing calculators that get Rover's wheels turning. And, and like we like to say here at TI, when Rover's wheels are turning, the students are learning STEM in a fun, interactive, and hands-on way. And since introducing Rover last fall, we're seeing that when students actually see math and science in motion, it helps important STEM concepts click for them. And, and you know, as a former educator, um, you know in a classroom at a district level, robotics is a great vehicle for helping students make connections across the math, the science and the engineering. and it teaches them to code. And research shows that students involved in robotics, are more likely to take advanced or challenging math and science courses and almost two times more likely to pursue STEM careers. So who can't get excited about those statistics?
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I uh, I attended the first robotics uh, Ontario championship uh, this past spring, uh, and it was hosted at a local hockey facility in Mississauga. I was fascinated by the excitement, the teamwork, the collaboration, the problem—so it hits all the 21st century skills or global competencies you could imagine, um, and, and I'm such a, I'm a big fan, and, and the challenge that I see is how do you scale that, how do you have every student kind of experience that, you know, throughout their, say, high school career, that, you know, that's what it comes down to.
1: Well, Robert, I'd love to talk with you about what what I think are some very successful partnerships that TI has in place with the large national, international robotics programs, like FIRST, like right. VEX, and Best Robotics. Um, I, I've been a, a mentor. I've judged some of their events. Uh, they're they're just fantastic, and and really. At, at TI, we're we're on a mission to help students deepen their understanding of math, science, give them a solid foundation for engineering, and and more important, give them the confidence they need to pursue advanced math, right. science, and engineering courses in colleges. and And we know that that kids with STEM degrees um, will likely find it easier to to get jobs and be able to demand higher wages. And yeah. you know they'll be able to use their education in a way to change the world for the better and I think exposure to robotics programs you know not only teaches kids the skills stems the the hard skills but it teaches them problem solving critical thinking teamwork communication skills all skills that are very important for the workforce they'll be going into so uh, yeah I'd love to have a further conversation um, about we can just have one of these on robotics
0: Absolutely, and I, I like to call them essential skills. Uh, you know, I often hear the term "soft skills." No, these are really essential skills for our future leaders of today and tomorrow. And
1: um, that's more—that's a better description. I agree.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was intrigued to learn my pat I'm passionate about flying, so I was intrigued to learn about your STEM on the Fly initiative—a uh, flying lesson for uh, high school students. It's—it's it's really about providing students with real-life learning experiences, isn't it?
1: You're absolutely right. And, and like you just said, you're passionate about flying. That's the key uh, to make it connect with what people or, you know, in education students are excited about. So at TI, we're always looking for opportunities to connect the important math and science concepts students need to learn to things that they can relate to and the things that matter to them So STEM Behind Cool Careers activities, they explore careers that students may not realize require a strong background in STEM subjects, like ice cream making or fashion design. Uh, The STEM Behind Cool Careers shows kids that a kitchen can be a laboratory for all sorts of delicious science. Um, And, you know, a fashion studio can make algebra and geometry chic. But really by focusing on topics that that students are already into like food fashion sports or flying we can help make make stem more meaningful to them through those connections and that'll serve them well in the classrooms today and will really inspire them we hope uh, for future
0: stem careers fascinating how is ti impacting girls in stem because that's traditionally been known as a challenge to engage girls Particularly as they progress through the K 12 system into high school. Are you seeing a change in, 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 in the, those attitudes?
1: Well, we are. And and as it's as you pointed out, we are living in a world that requires, you know, increasingly more STEM aptitude, and yet too many students in general are, are unprepared to succeed in such a world. And the stakes around insufficient. STEM skills are very high. Now, you know, I will throw in some stats there. The, the number of US jobs in, in STEM are, are growing three times faster than non STEM jobs. And yet, women that make up for half of the overall workforce in the US account for only 25% of computer and mathematical roles and only 14% of engineering roles. Now, the statistics for women in biological and life sciences. 48% are better, but really the road to STEM equality continues to be long. And uh, from what I read, the demand for STEM skills continues to be uh, very important in, in the rest of the world. And Canada's no exception. It's, it's your knowledge based economy is growing, which opens up opportunities in many industries in Canada for students who are STEM smart. And if girls do not have the confidence in their abilities, if they do not possess a strong sense of self, or if they're unable to problem solve or manage conflict or advocate for themselves, then really the likelihood of entering and remaining in a STEM career is is greatly reduced. So as a board member of the Girl Scouts of Northeast Texas, I'd also definitely encourage the listeners to support their local Girl Scout troops and to check out their new initiatives around coding, robotics, and engineering. But also, check out your local robotics programs and see what they're doing to support STEM equality. Um, I was just at a Best Camp Code for Girls in Austin last week, I mentioned earlier uh, before our call, and only only three of the 20-something girls that were there ever coded before. But after an hour, they were programming their rovers to do all sorts of things, including an amazing choreographed dance that they had their robots perform for the Texas Commissioner of Labor that just happened to drop by. So at TI, we support many initiatives that really help change this equation. I mentioned Girl Scouts, robotics competitions like First, VEX, and Best, but then also many of the outreach programs that our university partners spearhead.
0: Well, kudos to you for your inspiration uh, for girls uh, in STEM, uh, Peter. Uh, Any final thoughts as we wrap up and uh, look into the future of learning, technology, and STEM?
1: Well, I would just close by saying that, you know, we all have an important role to prepare students for STEM success. But if you're an educator out there listening, your role is critical in preparing students to believe that new possibilities are within their reach and that they can become the creative problem solvers of the 21st century. And please never allow a student to say, I'm not a math person or I'm not a science person. Instead, help them make a connection between what they love. And by that, I mean what matters to them in their world, like hockey for us, and the STEM subjects that they're learning. That is really when STEM will come to life for the kids.
0: With that, I thank you for your passionate conversation today, Dr. Belita.
1: Well, thank you, Robert, and and thank you to all the listeners.
0: My pleasure. That was Dr. Peter Belida, president of TI Education Technology and managing the company's engineering workforce development program. My name is Robert Mertalacci of the Mindshare Learning Report. Be sure to check out www.mindsharelearning.com to get our latest issue of the Mindshare Learning Report. And until next time, keep the learning curve steep.